Hello friends, um, I'm here to talk about physical health. It's the new year. What does anybody else want to talk about? Physical health. So, um, how's my physical health? Well, it's uh, good and bad. Um, you know, like I got that neck like problem that I always talk about that's like the worst thing ever in my life, but that's just that. Let's put that aside. Um, we got like eating habits, you know, like that kind of health. Um, we got exercise. We got mental health. How am I doing in all that? You know, not great. <laughs> um, so what's the point of recording this? I'm not really sure. And I'm not even sure that I'm making a New Year's resolution or even trying to do that much better at it. Because if you don't know that thing about me where it's like I'm always sort of trying to improve things and then I've just like I get sick of that cycle of like, I'm going to do this. And then Caleb does it for a month or two and then he stops doing it. And so I'm like burnt out on on that stuff. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I'd rather just uh, accept my fate as a lazy and um as a failure you know um i joke because i still get excited about like new initiatives and even this morning i was like oh i'm hungry it's like breakfast time ish ah but food we i don't have food i don't have healthy food i don't want to make any healthy food i could i could put eggs and spinach and tomatoes in a pan and make those and eat that and that would make me feel good about myself and my body would feel good but i would have to take like a minute to turn a stove on and crack an egg and that would be a minute of focus and uh, i'm like incapable of that because there's just so many other things i'd rather do i can't just stop and cook an egg you know and there are times when i can stop and cook the egg uh, last year in Florida, I was on this like kick. I was making these like super healthy, awesome omelets every single day and right after my runs. And so, you know, I was like peak, you know, and right after like waking up super early in the dark for that run, because I went to bed super early and I read books before bed and didn't have a screen keeping me up and, oh, what a life. But that is not my life. I'm back to staying up late and getting up earlier than I should be for the amount of sleep I need and just shoving things in my face. And so I went downstairs and I grabbed, you know, I opened like the cupboard and was like, just, ah, what am I going to eat? I need to eat something. And I was like, oh, nuts. Nuts are great. Nuts. I forget because nuts, you don't have to cook them. And they don't, you don't even have to open a fridge for them. You just pour them into a bowl and you take them upstairs. In fact, you leave the thing on your desk and you just eat that. I actually don't recommend that. Um, you pour the thing into the bowl. So, you know, I got the nuts. Okay, like, yeah, what about some fruit? All right, I could just pour the fruit into the bowl. So pour a couple blueberries into the bowl. Great. This is great. Walk upstairs, no problem. I'm eating my blueberries and nuts and going, ah, yes. Like, I need to get back to this because this actually works for me. Peak Caleb, where he's cooking healthy omelets, and stuff every morning after his run is unsustainable, Caleb. Maybe someday I'll achieve that level of discipline, but that is not the average day. So what's the average day? If I can automate those things and really just make them, really just reduce those barriers as much as humanly possible, yeah, I either have to have like massive levels of accountability to do anything good, or I need to, or it needs to be like super easy. 
And that's super easy. Foraging is easy. So it was a reminder to me of like, oh yeah, foraging is great for me because I'm a forager in general. I'm just a like, I'm not a structured guy. I'm a like, kind of like the, the trigger is like hunger and desperation for food. And then foraging is actually the easiest thing to do. So just like going and really the key is having the right things in your house so that when you're foraging for the food, you have grabbable forageable food and that the bad food's not easier, that the bad food's harder, you know, um, than just grabbing nuts and blueberries. And in this case it was, and that's a win. So it was a reminder of like, oh yeah, you know, I should get back to just like nuts and berries, you know, for breakfast. Like that would be great. Um, yeah. And then like lunch is an issue. I've been pretty good about doing salads. Like I pretty much eat, I don't, if I eat lunch, it's a salad unless I'm on, you know, it's been a holiday. It's like, and my wife's pregnant. I haven't really announced that yet. And so she's been like, she's super weird about food, like way weird. Like she can't eat anything. And when she, she has like random, like, Oh, I can only eat like a subway sub right now. And so it's like, all right, well grab me one, you know? So that's like not a great, situation but it is what it is so there's been a lot of that um but yeah and salads are they suck and so making salads i like that's like not that hard but it's still too hard for me so i started buying those pre-made salad kits but then they're repetitive and i like start to resent them like i just don't want to grab a freaking salad kit and eat this like cold monotonous like vegetable medley you know so i don't know what to do about lunch honestly um i yeah whatever I didn't come here to tell you how I'm going to like do everything right. I came here to talk about health because here's the thing. The internet is loaded with people being healthy just today, especially new year's, but just today I read something about home gyms. And then I read something about somebody who quit caffeine for a long time and their life is amazing. And, Oh, I mean the list goes on with the health stuff. I, this, to that Brian Johnston or Johnson or Johnson Brianston with his blueprint thing. And like, you know, the Huberman's always making you feel bad about living a normal life. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> there's all the right things to do. And I get on the kicks where I do the right things. And, and I, I don't want to say that it's not in the cards for me to like live that way because I, I still hold out hope. Um, but maybe I'm here to just say that like, you know, I don't see a lot of tweets about people who still drink beer and people who still drink caffeine or coffee um, and people who like stay up late and look at their screens a lot. I don't see a lot of those tweets, but I got a hunch. My hunch is that it's most of you fellas and lady fellas. I imagine that you're kind of like me in that you're not always on your A game, but sometimes you are and you kind of want to be in the A list but you're not always and you go back to the habits of the screen at night and the screen in the morning and the scrolling and the eating random crap and like doing okay or even doing bad and drinking beer occasionally to too much occasionally or bourbon and yeah right you with me because that's what I'm doing Um, there are times where I don't drink alcohol, but there's a lot of times where it's like, oh, I've like recently I bought this really nice 
like German beer thing. And I like this pile of really nice German beers. And it was like one beer a night, right at the end of the night, a little treat, pour it in this like nice little Belgian glass, sip on it. So nice. So delicious. Um, yeah, like rise and bourbons. I'm into that too. So like, that's kind of, I'm always in and out of like a nightly glass of bourbon or a beer and you know, it's not good for you. It's like straight up bad for you. I know that, but whatever caffeine. Yeah. I drink too much caffeine. I know that, (laughs) but whatever. Um, you know, here's what I got going for me. I'm naturally thin. My metabolism is really high. And I, and part of that is like half of it's just a gift. Like I just don't really have to worry about my weight for the most part. I've basically never gained weight at all which is kind of an anomaly, especially in my family. I, my like genes are not really pulling for that. Uh, the genes in my family are more like, you know, extra large genes. I'm just kidding. It's no offense to the family. I'm so sorry. No, the genes in my family are more like <coughs> that nice, good, slow metabolism situation, but I got the fast metabolism and I have a fairly good, uh, willpower against n- with like not eating too much food until the end of the day, then I like to eat a lot of food. But for the most part, I like most of the time skip breakfast. I can even skip lunch sometimes. I don't know if it's healthy or not healthy. It's like, oh, you need like three meals. You need to start your metabolism. Not eating is like really bad for you. But then like, oh yeah, you want to like intermittent fast and not eat till like noon or two the next day every day. So like that was like, okay, well maybe my natural, really that that's where laziness works to my benefit. I'm just too lazy to like make food or gather it and eat it. So I just don't. And, and now it's like, okay, I think that might actually be good for my health. I don't know. So if I just like, don't eat for half the day and then just eat like the, anything I want for the other half, any amount that I want kind of evens out and it works pretty well. So anyway, that's like one thing that I know people have to struggle with. And that's just like the one thing I don't have to struggle with, which is nice. It's like, I never really have to worry about that. Losing weight has never been a goal of mine because if I lose weight, I'll be like sickly. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I just don't gain weight, but that also means that I don't have a ton of muscle. And when I try to like put on muscle, like I've done some gym things with like, you know, weight training and stuff. And that's tough. Like I really have a hard time putting on weight when I'm trying to put on weight. It's not easy at all. And I have a hard time eating as much as you're supposed to eat for that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah. So whatever. I, life is life. I just live my life and that's what we're doing here. So yeah. Um, a lot of the, the health stuff on Twitter, it, uh, it's both, it's, it's, it's inspiring to me and it is also disheartening to me at times. And I bet it's that way for a lot of people. And sometimes I'm like, ah, just unfollow these people. But it, what it does is it creates this thing where you just think that everybody's doing like so well and you're not, it may, it makes you feel like, like, it makes you feel like the average person is like way better than they are. I think the average person is about probably where I'm at, which is like, I'm not on death's doorstep. I'm doing all right. I'm probably healthier than some amount of people in my life, but I'm not the beacon of health. And the other thing is those people and even myself, when I'm all into that, it's like, you're not that great to be around. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yeah. And I, it's, it's tricky. You know, environment's a huge thing. And I know that, my environment isn't always the healthiest environment. Um, it's like middle of the road, I think, is my environment. The people in my life, the way that they eat is pretty middle of the road. So it's like I'm not around a lot of people drinking soda 
you know, habitually some, but not a lot. So there's things like that. That's like the average person in my life is like drinking water or LaCroix and whatever, but there's a lot of ice cream going around and there's a lot of parties with a lot of sweets and a lot of like mac and cheese and crap, you know, um, that kind of thing. But there's still like healthy stuff mixed in. People are into salads and whatever, but I have some friends who are like the health nut folks who are doing the yoga thing like every day. And, um, but well, I mean, you know, him, best friend, Mitch, this guy is always on like eating weird stuff and being, he's just always on the health thing. And it's like one of his big things in life is like caring for his body and being super duper healthy. And you know, that's a real pain to be around. Um, (laughs) I, I, I joke, but I, I'm that way too. When I'm on those kicks where even just, you know, even when you're, I don't know, whatever, this is just, none of this is, is, um, is, uh, good to say, <laughs> I guess. But you know, when you, I've always felt this way, when you're around somebody who just like eats like crap and doesn't, doesn't really like have high standards, this really goes for any standards in life. When you're around somebody who doesn't have super high standards. Yeah. You're not inspired by them per se, but you're definitely comfortable around them. You never have to worry. You know, you're just like, nobody's judging you for what you're doing. And that's like, it's pretty nice. Then when you're around like real high performance people and like real, you know, disciplined and all that, it definitely raises all boats like that. And it creates like an environment that, that provides like pressure to be better and healthier. Um, But it also like has some of those negative elements of that, like perceived judgment or actual judgment and that stuff can get kind of annoying. So I don't know. There's that. Um, Yeah. So whatever. And then there's just straight up annoying, healthy people, just like there's annoying anybody people. There's like annoying traveling people are like, you know, if you don't travel, you're somehow like a lower person. And, and it's like that with health too. It's like, if you're not on the, it's like, you just like shut up about, you know, all the things that, that you're, you know, building up your ego with health that are health related and, and like in turn, you know, making everybody else feel insufficient and just like pumping up yourself all the time which is just dumb but that's dumb for everything there's like annoying smart people and then there's like chill smart people i think there's annoying healthy people and chill healthy people annoying fit people and chill fit people and i guess my goal is to be the chill fit person but it does like remove some of those incentives where when you're the annoying fit or healthy person you're running your mouth about it all the time and it makes you feel good temporarily or you think it does where it like boosts up your ego and you think you're great. Um, and that is a motivator to think you're great. Um, but like there's people, my uncle Dan is, is like a chill healthy person or a chill fit person where he like runs a zillion miles all the time and does. Yeah. He just is constantly like outperforming everybody fitness wise, but he doesn't even talk about it. And he just like wears like normal clothes. He doesn't wear like Lululemon and strut around in uh, yoga pants. Um, he just like wears old tattered clothes, runs in like super basic stuff. He, he's biked across the country, stuff like that. You know, he just, he's biked like hundreds of miles a day for it. I don't know. He's nutty. Um, but you wouldn't know it and he's not shoving it down your throat and he's not like, or he's not being like annoyingly, um, encouraging, like, yeah, like we could do this. He's just like, uh, yeah, you know, I chose these things for my life. And, um, if you care about them, you can ask and I'll tell you, but I'm not going to shove them down your throat. And you know what? Being that guy is not that easy for me. I, um, I would say I'm that guy when it comes to like programming and stuff now, because I've just done it so long that I'm not annoying about it. 
Like I don't like have any need to blab on about this stuff to anybody except you guys. Um, so I, I don't know, but like other stuff, I know when I first pick something up, I'm so excited about it. I need to blab. Um, and yeah, health stuff. Uh, it's like, and everybody around, oh, you're like killing yourself. And like, I'm doing so great now. And it's like, oh, you really should. Oh, I've been trying this thing. And like, oh, da, da, da. ah, psh. healthy people suck. <laughs> um, you might be a healthy person. Again, it's like, if I go off Twitter, I feel like I'm talking, I feel like I'm the bad one in the crowd of people. And I'm talking to everybody who's better than me. Um, but I think the reality is not that let's start posting pictures of our late night bags of chips and ice cream bowls and beers and coffee during the day and screens at night and sitting at a computer all day and not stretching and not going to the gym and not being able to create a home gym and having a gym membership and not using it because gyms suck and I hate them. Um, so yeah, how about that? Cheers to a new year where we're all honest about how much we suck and we, and we lower all boats, you know, let's do that. Let's spread the word and make it more comfortable and normalized to be a flop, you know, (laughs) ah, these are, these are the things, man. These are the things we got to make it to 20. We're doing 20 now. I know. You like that 10 because it's so easy and I was so punchy. I'm on 20 now because I'm bored. I don't want to go back to work and I can blab even more. What else about health? There's Dan Go. This like, I'm so close to unfollowing this guy on Twitter. Oh, he's the most like, like health stuff and, and 10 things you're doing wrong and 20 things I'm doing right. And every day. And it's like his whole brand. And good for you. Have your brand. Do it. And he's growing like crazy. And he's doing that because people are attracted to that. I'm attracted to that. That's why I followed him. That's why I'm following this blueprint guy. That's why I almost bought that health tracker that Ben Ornstein talked about for $300 a year or something. So I can track my sleep. And by just buying this thing, I'll be more healthy because I'll see my VO2 max. What the hell is a VO2 max? Okay. (laughs) And yeah, and your cold plunge, you know, that's another thing. I really think there's an emerging concept for me of like the hidden masses of normal people and the failure of like, this is, oh, this sounds like, I sound like the person I hate, (laughs) but the failure of the, I'm going to say the elite. Ooh, that's such a bad word. The Silicon Valley, um, LA celebrity, rich ass elite folks, And the way that they see the world and how it disconnects with the normal people. So here we go. We're getting there. We're saying things that we haven't fully thought through. We're saying things that we normally filter out quite a bit. Um, Yeah, it's like, you know, you watch stuff and even like you watch SNL and the way they portray like going to family Thanksgiving where everybody's like racist and, and did I say racist, right? Yeah, everybody's racist and everybody's, you know, they're all oh, and they, your mom is this way and your uncle's that way and blah, blah, blah. And you, you traveled in and really what the subtext is, is like all the people putting on that humor, they live in New York, they're wealthy or they're, you know, they're maybe if they're not wealthy, they're on that spectrum. They're surrounded by that. And they go back home to normal people who work normal jobs and live normal lives and eat normal things and have like non city 
uh, politics maybe. Um, and I'm definitely more, I mean, I'm way more progressive than conservative for sure. But a lot of people in my life aren't. So it's like, I kind of have a choice. Like, I'm just going to hate everybody who's conservative because I'm on the Twitter sphere and I've been like influenced to be like super liberal and I'm really into science and stuff and whatever. And so I'm just going to hate everybody and think I'm better than them. And that's just not what's up. Um, but yeah, so you like, even I just watch an SNL and you're like the world that you, the world that you portray through your humor, because the things you expect us to laugh at by basically drawing attention to common scenarios, it reveals to us what your common scenarios are. And they're not my common scenarios, you know, like, I guess they are in a sense, (coughs) but you watch like Joe Rogan or you hear anybody in LA talk about anything. And I've been I've been signing up for this for as long as I've been on the internet. Like I was adored Kevin Rose and and just wanted to know like everything about him and everything he was into was like tea and minimalism and health and meditation and all of that stuff because he he lived in a normal place and then he moved to Silicon Valley and he's a you know he was a founder of dig and then he was a you know a in like a startup investor and stuff and and so he lives that life where you I, even things like uh, uh i can't even remember i don't know but like very specific things i sort of felt like i was vicariously living that uh move away from home go to silicon valley work at a startup and be into all the health trends that everybody's into um but yeah so like cold plunges like Great. I mean, I don't have a cold plunge in my arm. I'm sure it's like great for you. That's something that's spreading, you know, for sure. And that's fine. Whatever. But the way that people talk, you know, you watch, I actually, I was watching this, like Bill Burr, it's his kind of thing. Bill Burr is actually great in this way. I kind of can't stand him in some ways, but that's his thing. Like you're not really supposed to stand Bill Burr, but he's got this new movie on YouTube. It's kind of a crappy movie. I was surprised because he's got a lot of good stuff, but this one felt like not a great movie. Um, It's called Old Dad's. And it's really a whole thing just kind of poking fun at that, at the lifestyle of like, you know, the LA elite people, the people he's surrounded with. And I'm not really surrounded with those people. The, 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 the situations that he's describing is like, he's going to this like preparatory, taking his kid to this like preparatory school. That's like a community garden. And there's these like, you know, it's like, whatever, there's this really, you know, like a well-renowned doctor who runs it and, and all the parents like whatever they, but in your life, there's semblances of this stuff around you. And it's just another one of those things. that's like, Bill is surrounded by these people. I'm not really surrounded by these people because I'm surrounded by a lot of normal people, you know, people who are just normal and like trends get to us way after that way later than they get to the, you know, the internet elite or the, the Hollywood elite. I feel like such an idiot saying that, but I really think it's true that, and, and elites even the wrong word. It's just Hollywood. Maybe it's California. (laughs) It really is California. Um, I don't know. What am I even saying here that I think there's a massive amount of normal people and then a decent amount of people that get a lot of airtime because they're wealthy and educated and in places with big opportunities and whatnot, they get a lot of airtime and they make everybody feel like, I think they think it's more the normal world than they realize. And then crazy things happen. Like Trump gets elected and it's like, wait, what? 
wait, the whole country is like off the rocker, you know? And that's a whole conversation because I'm definitely not a fan of Trump and it surprises me as well, but it is revealing. There's stages of this, that there's like a whole pile of just normal people who aren't on all the, who don't listen to Andrew Huberman every day, you know? But I don't know. I actually consider it a privilege that I get to, to live half in that world and half in this normal world around me, you know? I'm like constantly interacting with like an aunt who doesn't know what a podcast is. And then also with like my best buddy who is just as up on, you know, whatever these like who watches Kurtz gets out as much as I do. Um, yeah, I've said nothing here. Happy new year.